The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edmund Sprout Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO <clears throat> Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KUCW Channel 301 of Ogden and Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please 
don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. At this time, I would like to officially welcome aboard station KUCW, channel 301, who began televising our Kingdom of God crusade telecast for the whole world on December 23rd, 2017. Our telecast will now be televised from 6 to 7 a.m. every Sunday morning in Ogden and Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. We pray that our telecast will be a real blessing to you and your viewers. God bless you. I would like to pose a question to you. What if this was the day you would face the Lord? What would you do? How would you behave? Would you meet the Savior with pride in your heart or humbleness and joy? As our Heavenly Father's return draws ever closer, it is imperative for the believer to keep living the will and the ways of the Lord. The Apostolic Faith Church Choir today, directed by Assistant Choir Director Bohaku Carter, will glorify and sing to the Lord the number entitled, I Can Only Imagine. Serving as a covenant will be Pohaku on the organ and Edith Matsuki on the piano. Thank you. 
Truly a beautiful rendition. Thank you, choir. The darkness and cruelty of this world is bearable for the born-again believer because Jesus is ever-present in their life. Today, the church band, under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr., will play for you the number entitled, Jesus, You Light Up My Life. It is always an honor to sing songs of praise or play our instruments to the Father in praise and thanksgiving for His never-ending love. Today, I would like to sing for you a medley of numbers entitled, There's Something About That Name, with He Keeps Me Singing. 
playing my background music will be head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Mason Asano Sr. on the guitar, associate pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Iris Locke on the drums. Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about that There's within my heart a melody. Jesus whispers sweet and low. Fear not, I am with thee. Peace be still in all of life's ebb and flow. Jesus, Jesus, sweetest name I know, fills my every long, keeps me singing as I go. Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth And kingdoms will all pass away, but 
there's something about that name, Jesus. The church choir are ready to sing their second number for today entitled, I'm Yours. Saints and friends, everything we are, everything we do, every aspect of our lives as born-again believers must always be done in Jesus' name. We have provided the words of this blessed song for you, so please, we invite you to sing along with our choir and feel the blessings of the Lord pour down and overflow your heart, your mind, and your life. It does a parent's heart good when their children, nurtured in the faith and walk in the with the Father, continue their spiritual walk in their adult life. 
The next talented trio are brother and sisters in the Lord and in real life. They are Deanna, Dion, and Dean Carrillo, Jr. And they are excitedly awaiting to play to the Lord and to you, dear television viewers, their rendition of the number entitled, It Is Mine. Those who choose to live for Jesus understand the tribulations of other believers while standing for his precious name. It's not an easy life, for the born-again believer's faith is constantly tested, for the journey is filled with trials and choices, but reaching the victory is joyous and sweet. 
the B.A. degrees led by Pohaku Quarter, will sing for you the number entitled, Take a Stand. Are you ready to take a stand for Jesus? Today's number is dedicated to a very special loving sister in the Lord, Miss Billy Lynn Hahn. Billy Lynn, may the good Lord continue to keep you in his precious arms. May his blessings overflow upon you, and may you have a wonderful week. Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 in Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 301 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, Paso Nevada, and Wyoming. And from 8 to 11, 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on jesuscomingsoon.org. And now concerning a schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Pololo Avenue, gospel services are held Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by Neighbor Island Branch Churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. L. Verio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinlo in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of state church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Trustee Adrian Sproul Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. Welcome, dear television viewers, to this morning's presentation of the Kingdom of God telecast. And thank you for joining us in the reading of God's Word. For the Lord Jesus Christ declares to all mankind in Matthew 24, 35, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Please join me now in reading today's sermon entitled, Giving All Our Love to the Lord Jesus Christ. We will be blessed and strengthened by the gospel of the kingdom of God. And every man, woman, and child will come to a closer walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Giving all our love to the Lord Jesus Christ must be a primary spiritual goal in our daily lives upon this earth. And being ready will enable us to answer the call of Jesus Christ by saying with confidence, here am I, dear Lord, send me. In 1 John 4, 17 to 19, it denotes, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. And we must always remember to put Jesus Christ first and foremost in our daily lives and in everything we say and do upon this earth. This will bring great rewards of hope and multiple blessings, not only to ourselves, but also to those around us 
so that we'll be prepared to enter our final destination and reap the promise of eternal life in heaven above. A lawyer once asked the Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew 22:36 to 40, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Making daily sacrifices for the Lord's gospel work and giving of our love unselfishly in the service of the King, Jesus Christ, will bring the highest dividends of spiritual blessings in this life and in the life to come. Luke 6.38 adds this exhortation, Given it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. And God's word, the Bible also declares that the Lord Jesus Christ loves a cheerful giver. Paul confirms this in 2 Corinthians 9, 6-7. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart. So let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. One of our spiritual goals in this life, dear television viewers, must be to do whatever we can for the Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel work. And we must always be ready, willing, and available to freely give of our service, skills, talents, time, and substance to the Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel work each and every day. There is much to do and always something for everyone who is willing to put their shoulder to the gospel wheel. Giving all our love to the Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel work is the proper Christian attitude to have. And we will always rejoice with the many happy Christian believers who are gainfully employed by him. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 15 adds this truth. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we were all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. The Lord Jesus Christ considers everyone who is willing to serve him as an important asset in the gospel work because everyone must actively bear his or her own cross upon this earth. When we do our part, our lives will be filled with bountiful blessings of God's love, hope, and faith in Christ Jesus. The Lord Jesus Christ has truly blessed his gospel work with many saints and members of the congregation who come daily to the services and also support the Lord's gospel work. And believe it or not, no one participating in these telecast presentations receives any monetary compensation for their voluntary services. And our members of the Apostolic Faith Church, music department, audio department, office staff, as well as many others, are engaged daily in and around the church, doing their part for the furtherance of the Lord's 
kingdom of God crusade telecast ministry, knowing that the Lord Jesus Christ will reward them for their service will e for with eternal life in heaven above. In addition, there are also saints of God who freely labor behind the scenes with their devoted skills in the maintenance and upkeep of the church grounds and facilities. And through their devotion and spiritual diligence, we are able to share with you, dear television viewers, these wonderful telecast presentations each and every week. However, these sacrifices in the Lord's gospel work are insignificant when compared to the spiritual blessings to be received. And in today's business world, it is the return on investment that either makes or breaks the bottom line of any company. Therefore, Romans 12, 1 and 2 adds this instruction. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In the Lord's gospel work, Jesus Christ is the judge who will provide his spiritual rewards according to our spiritual efforts given on his behalf. The Lord Jesus Christ will always pour out his abundant blessings upon those who offer their unprecedented devotion and love unto him. Today is the day of salvation and the Lord Jesus Christ himself is speaking directly to us all in Mark 1.15 that says, and saying, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. And the gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. And the mission and purpose of the gospel is to see souls saved for Jesus Christ from the consequences of sin and in eternal damnation to come. The essence of the gospel is that every man, woman, and child born into this world must accept the Lord Jesus Christ by being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit. The gospel in John 3, 5 mandates the commandment given by Jesus Christ himself to Nicodemus and all mankind. It reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, 6 and 7, Jesus Christ concludes, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Jesus Christ expounded these words to Nicodemus, who was a member of the Sanhedrin and also a learned Pharisee of his time. Nicodemus had come to see Jesus Christ by night, seeking the salvation of his soul 
after being convicted unto repentance. And Nicodemus acknowledged the fulfillment of every prophecy given to Israel concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, being God's Savior for all mankind. Therefore, he rejoiced over the miracles performed by Jesus Christ as a heavenly sign and confirmation of each and every prophecy. This example of Nicodemus readily applies to every man, woman, and child today so that we too will come and accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and Almighty God who alone can save us all. And it is our prayer that after hearing the gospel of the kingdom of God being preached today, we will be, we'll, it'll be a wake-up call to every man, woman, and child to accept Jesus Christ by being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit. Acts 2.38 is God's rebirth commandment preached by Peter on the day of Pentecost. It reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance is defined as godly sorrow for sin and reflects our acknowledgement that we were all born into this world as sinners with a sinful nature and must be reborn again. Being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ brings remission of sins that are removed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Water baptism portrays our good conscience toward God and displays our willingness to give up all and to follow the Lord Jesus Christ to inherit the promises of eternal life in heaven above. And when we are baptized in water baptism, this follows the spiritual example of Jesus Christ who himself was baptized by John the Baptist in the River Jordan. The Lord Jesus Christ is God's only doorway to receive the salvation of our souls and to inherit the eternal promise of everlasting life in heaven above. And by simply following God's rebirth commandment of being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit will transform us into new creatures in Christ Jesus. Water baptism therefore symbolizes the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ as confirmed in Matthew 3, 15 through 17. It reads, And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Just as God's Holy Spirit rested upon Jesus Christ like a dove at his baptism, the same Holy Spirit is present with us today to fill our hearts and empower us to become the temple of the living God. And the speaking in God's unknown tongue or language is the only Bible evidence to confirm that we have been filled with God's Holy Spirit within. And the scripture in Acts 2, 1 through 4 
describes the infilling of God's Holy Spirit. It reads, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The outpouring of God's Holy Spirit upon His believers will become a new experience for many today who have not yet been filled with God's Holy Spirit by speaking in God's unknown tongue or language. This power-filled spiritual experience, which was shared by the 120 on the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem, portrayed God's Holy Spirit as a rushing, mighty wind. And they witnessed the similitude of God's Holy Spirit as cloven tongues like as a fire that sat upon each of them. And the many people in Jerusalem who witnessed this event heard them speak in tongues in their own language as the 120 disciples spake, as the Spirit gave them utterance. On that Pentecostal morning, 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, God outpoured His Holy Spirit upon His believers and thereby formed His first church and body of Christ, who today are called Pentecostals. And we are a part of that first true church and body of Christ that was first established on the day of Pentecost. Acts 4.12 is a confirmation of the saving power and authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ that reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. In the parable of the source spoken by the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God is sown as seeds upon the earth. Some seeds fell and remained on the surface and were exposed to the elements. Others fell on stony ground. Others fell among the weeds and still others fell on good ground. These seeds depict the different types of hearers and how the word of God is received by each of them. This parable denotes that only one-fourth of the seeds sown actually prospered after falling on good ground. They represent the type of hearers and believers who readily accept the Lord Jesus Christ and His plan of salvation for the salvation of their souls. The harvest of the seeds sown on good ground will produce fruit measured from 30-fold to 60-fold and to 100-fold. Furthermore, this parable points out that our dedication and unselfish service to the Lord Jesus Christ will bring blessings and great rewards in this life and in the life to come. Matthew 13, 23 confirms this blessing. But he that receives seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Giving all our love to the Lord Jesus Christ is portrayed for our learning in King David who was a man referred to in God's Word, the Bible, as a man after God's own heart. Before we came to the Lord Jesus Christ, many of us were totally wrapped up in our own self-gratification, material gain, and those things we considered to be in our own best interests. That is why we preach the gospel of the kingdom of God to every man, woman, and child in these telecast presentations 
So then many will come and accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. And today can be the first day of our salvation plan. If we will accept him today and take heed to the call of the Lord Jesus Christ in our daily lives. Romans 10:15 adds this exhortation. And how shall they preach except there be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring gladding, glad tidings of good things. Luke 6, 45 to 46 also states, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? In the innermost thoughts and intents of our hearts, we can be compared to a tree and the fruit that it produces. Every tree is recognized by the kind of fruit it bears, whether it be good or whether it be bad. And our daily efforts to support the Lord's gospel work is a clear indication of our intentions and thoughts hidden within the depths of our hearts. The Lord Jesus Christ perceived the heart of his disciples and the multitude thronging right about him. He recognized their belief, their unbelief, as well as their fears and reservations, and their outward actions and questions clearly confirmed the innermost thoughts and intents of their heart. Paul, who also visited Athens, was able to perceive that the Athenians were very superstitious, and this was confirmed by the inscription on their plaque, which read, to the unknown God. And in like fashion, dear television viewers, our own actions today will display what kind of hearers and doers we truly are, as confirmed by our faith and willingness to give all our love to the Lord Jesus Christ. In addition, our own actions can also be clearly read by those around us based upon what we say and what we do. Therefore, Luke 17.10 denotes this truth. So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all those things which are commanded you, say, we are unprofitable sermons. We have done that which was our duty to do. Presently, we are living in the last days of time. And we must live each day of our life dedicated to prayer and dedicated to reading God's word, the Bible. And let me also say that many today take note of the world-renowned signs above each of the apostolic faith churches in Hawaii and the Philippine Islands that read, Jesus coming soon. These signs are God's warning and beacon to the whole world, announcing that he is coming soon. These apostolic faith church signs in Hawaii and in the Philippine Islands can also be seen above our mother church in Hawaii and branch churches via our weekly Kingdom of God crusade telecast presentations, which have aired for the past 38 years. Therefore, the God-given question we must ask ourselves today is, are we ready to meet the Lord Jesus Christ when he returns in clouds of glory? For today is the day of salvation, and the time is now at this very moment to prepare ourselves for the Lord Jesus Christ soon coming in clouds of glory to call us up saying, come up hither. 
Giving all our, all our love to the Lord Jesus Christ will be a stimulating example to other faithful hearers and doers of God's word as well as sinners everywhere. And possessing a willing heart of love is the key attribute for becoming a child of God and a faithful believer in the body of Christ, his church. And believing saints in the body of Christ, we are living organisms through the power of God's Holy Spirit, which binds us unto the Lord Jesus Christ in this present life. We then as believing Christians are blessed with the fruit of the Spirit as spoken in Galatians 5, to 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and through 8 and 13 defines charity. It reads, Charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. And now abideth faith, hope, charity. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. 1 Corinthians 13, 12 concludes today's sermon. It reads, For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. Let us then prepare ourselves to be ready to hear him call us up, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin H. Broad Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. And now I'd like to call upon the church band to play a song entitled, Sunlight.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.